their offensive line, nicknamed the Hogs by line coach Joe Bugle, began to control the tempo of the game with a play called 50 Gut. Joe Jacoby and Russ Grimm, the two Hogs that time with the big blocks. John Riggins, the diesel getting warm. Drag up that diesel. Oh, um, oh, um, oh, um. Let's go diesel. Oh, um. Good afternoon and welcome to another 50 Gut Blog Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Paul Williams, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Corey and Cliff. Fellas, what's going on? Hello? It's Dallas week, man. Need I say more? No. No. That, that, that kind of hits a nail around the head. It's Dallas week. <laughs> and, uh... No words for this one. You know what time it is. I'm generally the positive one. I'm not that positive these days. Because I just I don't like how this is where this is headed. I'm so, gonna aim for positive. Just leave it at that. I'm, I'm gonna take your role today. Yeah, I don't, I don't like where this is headed. <laughs> you mean with this game in particular, or you mean just the I, this, season? The, I don't like the season. The season. I don't like where it's headed, man. Look, we just lost on to Philly. No one's. I'm not even saying the season's over or anything. Um. Right, let's, let's let's get right into it because I don't really know how many points we can score as a team. I don't think the head coach knows. So I question whether we can beat teams like Dallas if we can't score more than twenty four points, twenty eight points. Mm. They're going to be weeks where it just isn't going to win the game. Like you're going to lose, and that's what happened Monday. Yep twenty twenty points wasn't going to cut it on Monday. No, it wasn't. Like we knew we would need at least twenty-seven points on Monday night. Mm-hmm. Anyone who thought otherwise was kidding themselves. You are on the road. This team is good. You knew they'd make plays. We made pretty much no plays on offense, except for our standard seam route to Vernon Davis. It's like we've given Kirk a Tecmo Super Bowl playbook because he throws the ball <laughs> to the same people. He seems to only throw the ball to the same people. And I feel like if they're like, <laughs> if the light is blinking and it says Davis, he just throws the ball to Davis. That's where the ball's going. Yep. So, I don't know, man. I'm less optimistic because I don't know how we can, are we able to beat teams that have good offenses unless our defense holds that offense to 20 points? Like well, we should be able points. to, right? Because the, the franchise quarterback should be able to lead us to victory, correct? Well, that's what you would should. anticipate, right? Oh, okay. You said Got should. It. Should. You're right. Got it. See, you know what's weird is like people will complain about the third one calls, right? And here's my thing with this, Paul. If you have a franchise quarterback, quote unquote, then it's never a bad down to throw the ball. Right? Nope. Nope. I just want to I clarify agree. this. I think if you think your quarterback is good, then it doesn't matter if it's third and one. Third and two, or whatever. The ball should you would want the ball in his hands. Absolutely. So then, this I sometimes hear the same people complaining about third and one calls, and the same people saying that the guy is good. But it's like if he's that good, then there should be no problem throwing on third and one. Mind you, third one Jordan Reed was a bad throw. Bad throw, f- bad route. I mean, no, that was the a whole... first down. If, if the ball is hit, hit somewhere it's supposed to hit him, Reed just turns up field first down. 
I felt like he was a little short, but I mean, I'm not going to deny what you're saying. It was not the greatest pass for Mr. Cousins. Uh, see, I, see, he was short of the stick. Yeah, but because the ball was behind him, he had to he had to turn and stop. That's what let Jenkins make the play. No doubt. If that ball is at his hip and he he's just turning, catching first down, he might have barely got it, but he would have been a first down. And that's not a hard throw. And I'm not saying it's like because I'm some super quarterback. I'm just saying if you tell me this guy is X, Y, and Z, then I shouldn't feel like why is our ceiling 24 points in a game? Like I just shouldn't be feeling like this. So, right. Well, apparently and, the re- apparently apparently the receivers forgot how to catch according to uh, the hive. They can't get open. They can't get separation. So right. apparently, according according to the hive. Yeah, nobody's open, and he has to dump it off. Yeah, to, nobody, uh, nobody's open, according to the Hive. They, That's what I've heard. Yeah, the coaches tape experts, I guess. <laughs> nobody's open. It's funny because in the beginning they told us it was like the trust. Remember, in the beginning he's mm-hmm. he doesn't trust his receivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Cliff, these receivers are new. He doesn't trust them. They don't it's, have a rhythm yet. It's funny they tell me that he doesn't have trust when I saw him. When I saw him throw the ball to Pryor, Pryor drops the hell out of it. He threw the ball to Pryor, their next play. Sure did. Surprised me with that, actually. Why does he throw the ball to his best receiver, guys? I just want this solved. I swear, if he does not target him on Sunday, I'm done with this season. Because what's the point? We're not going anywhere. Strong words, Cliff. Strong words. I'm being straight up. Because hey, what is you. the point? I'm, yo, I think our fan base, because we used to suck, they were okay going on eight and eight. Through like a struggle, we struggled to get to eight and eight. Right? Last week we went eight, seven, and one. People were kind of people weren't even that blown. They were more blown to be lost to the Giants than the fact that we missed the playoffs for real. They were like, hey, it's back to back winning seasons, eight, seven, and one. This is great. That's how low the bar is. Yep. That a game where you, a season, I should say, when you're less than one win. Away from being 500, and people are boosted. Boosted. So, what's the expectation this year? Is Aiden okay again? I mean, in my opinion, when we had this podcast in, in the beginning of the summer and we did our win loss prediction, I said seven and nine, eight and eight, just because I know there's a lot of turnover. But, m- like you said, I, I just. I just think that's who Kirk Cousins is. I think he's a eight and eight quarterback. And no matter how good or bad the team around him has gotten, I just think that that's his wheelhouse. I think that's where he's always going to be. You, you know, when we also made those predictions, we kind of anticipated that our defense would be trash. Right. I don't think we have right. a trash defense. I'm not going to speak for you all, but I, I think you probably agree. Defense is not trash. Defense is, defense is definitely trash. not trash. Our defense is very capable of winning games. Is it? I but you need is to help. It a defense we saw versus Oakland. No, but I mean, it's a. Top half of the league defense, Here's and the on, the, on their best day, they can be very good. If you go Absolutely. back to the pod we did the previous season, we all said if the defense was just league average, mm-hmm. we should be a 10 win team. Yep, we are an eight win team, period. Mm. Barring fluke games, <laughs> we aren't winning more than eight games. Because we can't score a lot of points. Well, how are you going to score when you don't throw the ball further than 15 yards? I mean, clearly you could drive it down the field 15 plays, 80 yards, but <laughs> if you don't take some shots downfield, how are you going to score? Well, I don't know, man. 
Well, I'm so, glad you guys. I'm glad we're talking about this right now because there's been an article that's been making the rounds on Redskins Twitter the past couple of days, written by uh, Kevin Van Valkenburg from ESPN.com, and it's kind of just about the relationship between Kirk Cousins and the Washington Redskins. And uh, there's some pretty damning uh, quotes from head coach Jay Gruden. I'm going to read it. He said, "Quote: If he talking about Cousins does have a weakness." is that he's too much of a perfectionist. He wants everything to be perfect. Unfortunately, I can't get guys 30 fucking yards open all the time. There are mm, going to be coach. some tight windows. There are going to be some tight window throws he's going to have to throw some days. I'll, come, I'll call some of them practice, and if it doesn't look exactly the way I drew it up, he'll say, I don't know if I, can, if I like <laughs> that. I can't call it in a game. I'm like, bud, come on. This is what the coach is saying about his quarterback. Here's the deal, though. That's not mm. a perfectionist. That's not a perfectionist, people. Mm. That's not a perfectionist. No. Gruden used the wrong word. He did not describe I, perfectionist. No. He describes someone who needs everything around him to be perfect in yep. order for him to succeed. Mm-hmm. That's not a perfectionist. Perfectionists work hard to make things perfect on their own. They don't need everyone to be wide open. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like a terrible quarterback in the NFL. This is not college football. Well, sounds like sounds like someone that checks down a lot. Straight up, like in college, people are wide open. We uh-huh. watch college football. You turn the game on on a Saturday, you'll see guys mm-hmm. wide open. Mm-hmm. This is not how this works, man. No. That's not how the NFL works. You've been starting how long? All we kept keep hearing from the people that constantly defend him is that he has not started a, a lot. We are now into year three. The man has started a lot of games. The mm-hmm. fact that he's still saying this nonsense, it basically explains everything about why he plays the way he does. Everything yeah. from his poor red zone play, from him checking down the red zone all the time, which he does yeah. regularly. And if you yep. think, if you go and think about how he plays in the red zone, he rarely actually throws balls into the, in the end zone. It's very rare you see Kirk throw a ball into the end zone. Yep. Like, and I want everybody to go out there and think. Or go, you can go look it up. He very rarely throws passes into the end zone when we're in the red zone. It's a lot of check notes. Mm-hmm. He doesn't quick like out to Thompson. Right. Fades. Fade to Pryor. His fade mm-hmm. passes are terrible. Why? Quick, quick slant to Jordan Reed. Mm-hmm. Right. And these are passes that are generally short of the end zone. Mm-hmm. I don't want people to think I'm blamed. I don't. I don't blame him for them losing on on Monday, right? The no. team gave up 31 points and they had the the field goal after the turnover. So I can't say well the quarterback's the reason he lost. No. But when you were trying to win division, you're trying to go the conference championships, compete for Super Bowls. Your quarterback needs to be the reason you win those kind of games. Kind of like Wentz was Monday night. Right. Right. I I don't understand how. The people that defend Kirk could read that article and still think that he's the answer here. Because he's basically saying that he won't go out of his comfort zone to make a winning play. He'll only do what's comfortable for him. And if that means, I don't know, throwing a ball five yards on third and 15, then fuck it. That's just where he's throwing the ball. Yep. It actually shines a brighter light on that comment from Jay Gruden after the Raiders game 
about Kirk not liking to throw certain passes. <laughs> it actually like brings so much clarity to that quote mm-hmm. about how he doesn't like throwing that kind of pass. It's like, which kind of pass? Well, I guess it's the kind of pass where the guy's not completely wide open. I mean, who is ever really completely wide open in the NFL? You got to make yeah. plays. You're a professional quarterback. Sometimes had, the window's going to be it's, – it's, it's not going to be real big for you. Sometimes you got to make a play. Trust Sometimes yourself. you got to let your quarter – Sometimes let your receiver make a play, man. Yes. Right. I, I know we had this analogy in our little group chat earlier. Like, imagine John Wall taking coaching from Scott Brooks, and Scott Brooks says, you know what, John – you're the best player on this team. We're going to go as far as you can take us. I need you to shoot more. And him being like, only if I'm wide open. Only if I'm <laughs> wide open. Only if I'm wide open. If, if I have a wide open three, then I'll take it, maybe. Or, you know, or maybe I'll just pass it to the wing or something like that. Or Bryce Harper saying, taking coaching from whoever the, the next manager is going to be and, and saying, <laughs> yeah, and saying, Bryce, you're the best player in baseball. I need you to, to, to carry the team today. You're in the hole. Get up there and give me a home run. Well, if I, if I get my pitch, maybe I'll swing at it. Like, what the fuck? Are you serious? Like, see, see I, think the, <laughs> I think the issue here is that people feel like if you, okay, we have Kirk. We haven't really had a quarterback uh, that was around this long. Let's mm-hmm. just give him the money. Mm-hmm. Right? But That's the, the, issue is that, the issue is that. When you say that someone is a, like, that phrase franchise quarterback, this means that after games are over, this is the person that has to answer questions for why you won or lost. Mm -hmm. This person needs to explain why it is they didn't throw the ball to a certain person. If we are just going to be like, well, look at his stats. (laughs) Well, look, look, he went 31 of 40 for 303. Three touchdown passes. Who really thinks he played that great a game on Monday? To even be stating those stats. The Hive? But the Hive is now drunk on their obsession with wanting to be right. That's, that's the point we're at. The Griffin people got to this point, too. Where it was less about the team and more about just being right. Mm-hmm. Sounds like another Hive. That's where the cousins people are. Yeah, it doesn't it? It sounds like another hive that's, uh, no, you know, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's where we're at. Because these people just want to be right. And my thing is, like, what, as a fan base, what do we want our team to be competing for? We have the third best quarterback in the division. You could honestly argue fourth. You'd have a hard time explaining to Giants fans why Kirk is better than Eli, frankly. You would. Because they got a far, he has a far better resume than Kirk has. 100%. We are playing the Cowboys on Sunday. The Cowboys are going to score points. Yep. Someone tell me a time where we outscored someone because of Kirk. Tell me when. <sighs> well, I'll speak for the Hive. They would probably say the Packers game that Monday night. That's the, the only game, game I, I could really that think Packers about. The Packers game was like. That's literally the game that they go to sleep thinking about these people. Hundred percent, absolutely. Even though they ignore the fact that these guys were all like their ninth and tenth corners, mm-hmm. had just given up fifty points the week before. Mm-hmm. That's the game they swear by. A game where our three best receivers, literally, I'm pretty sure any average QB would have ate that night. That night, 
any average QB would have ate with the Easy. talent we had at receiver. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, it was windy that day. Like, I, I heard <laughs> that one. That's the new one I heard a couple weeks ago. Cliff, you know how windy it was that night at FedEx? <laughs> like, yo. Yo, if Aaron Rodgers ever tried to go and say that shit to Mike McCartney, hey, it's, it's too windy out here, coach. He First off, sit your rod would silly never. ass down. Oh, of course, he would. A rod would never, would never, no, this, never. This was part of their reasoning as to why that was such a great performance by them. Mm-hmm. Was because it, yep. it was so windy there. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I, my thing is, man, I just I no longer want to like. If we go eight and eight and lose to the Cowboys and the Eagles twice each, get swept by both. This is gonna be a crappy season. Absolutely. Period. And another long off season. I don't want to deal with this anymore. I don't think, considering the team I think we have the potential to be, I don't think this is the guy to get us to reach our ceiling. You need a quarterback to reach your ceiling as a roster. Period. No team is good enough to carry their quarterback everywhere. No. Right. The Seahawks carried Russell Wilson for a little bit. Russell Wilson dominated that Super Bowl they won. There were games where Russell Wilson was the reason they won games, even as a rookie. We have yet to have a game where he's the reason we win the game. Well, you know what they're going to tell you, Cliff? Well, what else is out there? What else is out there? What are you going to do? I don't give a shit about that question. Like that so you just going to go? So understand? I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just. Gonna, I'm playing the other side. What they're going to say is, so what, who are you going to sign? So you're just going to go into the offseason with no quarterback? You're going to let no. him walk? No, you know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to. Let this guy keep our franchise hostage. I hear you. He tells me it's not about the money, but why does he want the most money? Mm-hmm. How the hell do you want the most money, but it's not about the but money? Mm-hmm. <laughs> not fooling me, dog. If you just came out nope. here and said you wanted the biggest contract ever given to a quarterback, I'd be like, I respect that, Kirk. Mm-hmm. Don't be coming out and tell me it's not about the money when it's really about the You want 90 to 100 million guaranteed, but it ain't about the money the hell out of here man oh you drive a van is that part like i'm not listening to all your nonsense because you sent your agent in here not your grandmother to, or, your, or your your aunt to come negotiate this contract you sent an agent mm-hmm. to negotiate this contract you want as much money as you possibly can get yep. and that's fine so which which right that's perfectly fine but i ain't giving it to you brother so you better go call kyle hey. and the fact that he's telling people that he wants to go play for those two Oh, no, you got to go, dog. That's another thing. I'm surprised, like, for the Kirk Hive, like, when you hear these quotes, this man doesn't even want to be here. Right. He doesn't even want to lead our franchise. Hey, you're not going to catch Paul Williams out here being thirsty over his ex when it's clear that she don't want you. You know what I'm saying? No. Y'all being thirsty as hell. He's pretty much saying, I'm counting down the days till I can get out of here. And y'all are just... (laughs) Goosing over him. I just don't understand. <laughs> like, we're not the Cleveland Browns, man. This is the Washington Redskins. I understand we haven't done a lot of winning. But the way that, like I said earlier, the Kirk Hive is just ignoring these quotes. The man said he's counting down the days till he can get out of here. Coors man. Uh... <laughs> I don't need to hear anything Coors else. Man, Jason Reed. I don't need to hear anything else from Kirk. Well, yeah, Jason Reed said winter is coming. So clearly. I mean, as much as we hate on Jay Reed, well, I'm, I'm one of his biggest haters. He's, he's usually been right. I mean, we got to be honest. When he's told us something, he's pretty much been right. So, but I don't even need I, Jason Reed to tell me that. I don't need Jason Reed to tell oh, me that Kirk probably wants out of here. I know he wants out of here. Oh, 
Absolutely. Well, go. I'll drop you off. Look, I don't want to go 8-8 eight eight anymore. I don't want to go 9-7. and seven. As far as I'm concerned, I don't think we will ever win a division within a quarterback as long as there's actually a good t- another team in our division that's good. Yeah. The year we won it, no one on division was good that year. Everybody was terrible. As long as there is a team playing at the level Dallas played at last year or the Eagles are playing at currently, we are never winning a division with him here. You can kiss that shit goodbye. And you better get ready for Sunday because when the Cowboys put 35 on the board, we were trying to figure out why we've kicked six field goals. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Cliff, he went 27 to 33. That's what they'll tell me. His stats. Yeah, they'll, they'll mm-hmm. throw stats at you. Even though mm-hmm. I don't give a damn about your stats. I can care your less. Stats, your stats are empty. Like, how many fourth quarter touchdowns does he need to throw before you realize his stats are ass? <laughs> like, I don't care about your stats. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not no quarterback guru. Oh, I'm not a quarterback guru. I don't know nothing from nothing. But I know what I see with my eyes. And when I mm-hmm. see Kirk just play average, don't tell me that he's elite. When I see him mm-hmm. getting garbage touchdowns and garbage yards. And I, I think I talked about this mm-hmm. the other day with you guys. And I don't really quote Colin Cowherd that much. But he made a good analogy the other day. He said that Kirk Cousins is a nice, warm bowl of oatmeal. He's oatmeal. Because <laughs> you know what? Oatmeal is a good, nutritious meal. If you're hungry in the morning and it's breakfast time, mm-hmm. you can always go. Something real quick to make. It'll never let you down. Mm-hmm. But let me walk over next to you with a, a, a steaming hot plate of bacon and eggs with a side of, of toast and butter and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Carson Wentz is bacon and eggs. <laughs> uh-huh. And Kirk is the oatmeal. Because when you mm-hmm. watch him stand alone, if, if Carson Wentz this weekend was playing the 49ers and we're playing Dallas and you watched them back-to-back, and let's say both played reasonably well. You might think, oh, well, they're comparable. They're both like on the same plateau as term of quarterback. But when you watch them play head-to-head like we did a couple of nights ago, and you see one guy making play after play after play, because Carson Wentz is the reason the Eagles won that game. He carried yep. them to a victory. 100%. When is the last time, like Cliff said, when did Kirk lead us to a win? When was the last time he won because of Kirk? Dude, I see Dak make plays all the time. All game long. I see Dak make plays all the time. You know what's funny, is, what's funny is people think Carson's better than Dak. And Carson's not better than Dak right now. No. And Dak, Dak, no. Dak, is, Dak is very good. Mm-hmm. I remember I hadn't seen Dak. <laughs> I, I think I had been out of town. I had not seen Dak. Because I think when Romo got injured and Dak started playing, I wasn't in the area, wasn't watching any preseason. You guys are like, yo, Dak is good. That's all you guys can tell me. <laughs> Cliff, I'm worried about Dak. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about I'm like, what the hell you got to worry about? I saw the guy in the six <laughs> He's all right. <laughs> no, that guy's good. Dak is mm-hmm. good, man. Playmakers. Well, I think people try to say because Dak has an outstanding running game that he's not as good as, as Carson. But I think it's clear if you watch, actually watch these games, that he's better than Carson Wentz. And, and I'm, not, I'm not even saying that the shit on Carson Wentz because I'm solely, reluctantly becoming a Carson Wentz fan. I think he's a good player. I think he has a bright future in this league. But I think Dak he has a lot of potential. Definitely. I need to see a lot of potential. I don't like him, but he has a lot of potential. He's a playmaker. He's got heart. Right. I tell you one thing: he's he's willing to throw the ball down the field. 
he's willing to give his receivers a chance. Right. I know that. Like that play he made on Monday night where he scrambled and hit um what's his name? Corey Clement in the corner end zone. That ball could have mm-hmm. been picked. Because he, that was an incredible throw. It was throw. an incredible throw. Hell of a it, was, pass. It, was a, it was a risky throw. A throw that Kirk would never make. But you no, know what Carson dumped said? it off. I trust my playmakers. I'm gonna put this ball where it needs to go. That's the, you know, and, and get this you six. know what's funny? Mm-hmm. You know what's funny is that's not what Carson once said. Carson said he believes that Jesus directs where his passes go. That well, Kirk said. Well, Kirk said the Lord told him sign a one year deal. We'll like, save that. For, like, we'll save that for the theology podcast, guys. <laughs> Both of those quotes are just like, just hey, come on, man. You know I'm with you on that, bro. Yeah. Kirk did say that God told him to sign a one year deal. <laughs> oh, that's all. Sign a one year deal. Hey, that's yep. so ridiculous. Yep. Did God also tell you to throw the interception in the third quarter? You know what, Paul? Shut up, Paul. Relax. It's not I even that. It's not even that, dog. You saying this, Kirk? Like the offer wasn't for twenty four million dollars. Like God told you to sign an eight hundred k one year deal. But he still doesn't feel appreciated, guys. He doesn't you feel needed, appreciated. You needed God to tell you to sign for one year twenty four million. Twenty four million dollars, Bruh, You're not even that good. Well, somebody gave you twenty four million to play quarterback. And you needed God to tell you to sign the paper? Like the church says, well. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. Nah, this is worrisome. This is worrisome. It's extremely worrisome. I, you can't expect any defense, I don't care if you have a good defense or not, to just hold teams like 20 points or less every week. Mm-hmm. And I think it's become clear that when we give up 24 points or more, we are likely to lose the game. Mm-hmm. Right, plain and simple. We scored thirty points two times in the past twenty-two games. Mm, mm, mm. That's Jeez. that's just not good. No, <laughs> and that's why when people are like the receivers, oh, he doesn't have he doesn't have Garcon and Deshaun. It's like no, we're scoring the same points we scored last year. Mm-hmm. So something is holding us back. Do we have a good mm-hmm. offensive line? I think everybody agrees yep. we have a good offensive line. Yep. Tight ends, good. Our running yep. backs, we have the greatest group of running backs, so we have some decent running backs. Mm-hmm. Chris Thompson's playing great football. Lights out. We clearly have a premier first-round talent receiver. Our slot 40 receiver. 40-plus inch, 40 inch vertical. Our slot receiver 40-plus inch vertical. Our slot receiver is good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why are we still scoring these number of points? That's I, I'm curious. I want someone to answer this for me out there. If you know the answer, call Jay Gruden. Let him know. <laughs> Be- because people cannot be chalking it up to the the drop off when we are scoring the same amount of points. Yep. We didn't maximize our offense last year. Nope. So what's the problem? I, I have I I have a hunch that I know why we're not re- reaching our ceiling. <laughs> I think I might agree with you, but I'm just going to be positive. I'm not going to do it. But I hear you loud and clear. I'm not going to do it. I am being positive. Hmm. I am. I be, I am positive in the sense that I know our team could be a lot better than it is, and it's not because we don't. I think we need to publicly admit that this guy cannot take this team as far as we would like the team to go. 
unless we gave him the best roster in the league, which we can't if we give you $25 million a year. Which will jump to 34 next year. So, right. And let's get that, into the preview. I'm, I'm well, sorry, well, guys. No, before we get into that, I, I just want to say one more thing. Because I, I know a lot of fans will probably hop in my mentions tomorrow like they do every day after a podcast and say, why are you guys shitting on Kirk? But we're not <laughs> even shitting on Kirk. Like it, what we've said in the past thirty minutes may be a little bit harsh, but we're not. We don't hate Kirk. We love. We love Kirk. I love Kirk. I okay. want him to do well because I want his team to do well. Uh, I don't love mm-hmm. any player on our team. Okay. There's no, well, uh, no. All right. No. I, I, but we, get of, we know what you mean, Paul. I know, <laughs> I know what you mean, Paul. Right. No. This is just a matter of like, wh- what do we want our team to be? Exactly. exactly. We make fun mm-hmm. of the Eagles for not having Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. The Eagles walk around like they're about to win every a Super Bowl every season. Mm-hmm. Right, we seem okay with eight and eight teams. We seem okay with an eight and eight quarterback. We want to give an eight and eight quarterback thirty million dollars. The bag. Nah, I'm just not with that. I'm not with it. So I'm sorry. I demand more from the team I root for. Right. Like, excuse me for wanting to win hardware. Excuse me. Like, like I they've won a bowl since we were little kids. I don't remember <laughs> the Super Bowl '91. I want us to see. A bowl before I die. I ain't even talking about seeing bowls. I want to be a contender. Right. Yeah, we got we got you're not not (laughs) contending with him. Nope. You're not. Mm -mm. How much more do y'all need to see? Everybody out there. It it's like you say he hasn't played enough. He's played two and a half years of full time starting, and he had playing experience before that because he played sparingly in the first three seasons. He's played Mm -hmm. a lot. And now you find out that it's not even the fact that he can't do it, is that he willingly won't. It, it, and that's the most frustrating thing. I know that we need to move on. This I'll end on this. If Kirk were to just go down swinging, like if you were just slinging the ball and throwing picks or whatever. I'm with it. That, I mean, I won't say that's fine because it's not fine to throw a million picks. But you know what? If you just went out there one Sunday and said, I'm going to give it all I got. Every time I drop back, that ball's coming out of my hand, that's fine. Go out there and ball, and if you fail, you fail. But don't give me this BS about you're protecting your stats and you want to get paid, but you won't make plays when your team needs it. It's just like, I, that's not what I'm trying to hear. I want to hear somebody say, I'm going to go out there and do what's best for this team, not what's best for number eight. And, and that's it. Well, that's what, well, what you're saying is what you would expect from a quarterback who's getting paid $24 million a year. Right. I'm going to put an emphasis on $24 million a year. Because for what Kirk's given us, we could have gone ahead and paid McCown, who's with the Jets, 10 mil, and got the same statistical effort from McCown, if not better. At least he would take a shot downfield. You're getting paid as a top five quarterback to make plays. Make a play. Take a chance. Give your receivers an opportunity to make a play for you. You don't know if they're going to make a play if you don't give them an opportunity. Period. Hey man, just thinking of the fact that we haven't thrown a deep ball in like three games makes me want to punt. It makes me want to punt this laptop disgust, out the window. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> it's it professional really football. Me. We don't even throw the ball beyond twenty yards, and me saying twenty yards is generous. It's like that we we have one play that goes over twenty yards, and it's a seam Vernon. to Vernon, and Vernon. Vernon's wide open on that play. So what's he gonna do when they figure that out? Check down. Throw the ball, to Chris Thompson. Yeah, I, like I was watching the Cowboys 49ers game before we got in this pod. And you see C.J. Beathard, he's throwing the ball 20 yards over the receiver's heads, but he's going downfield pretty regularly. Like, if this third-round rookie from Iowa, I know how much Corey hates Iowa, from Iowa, can do it, 
Kirk, what's your excuse? Mm. Make a play, bro. And now we, and if you notice in our running game, we the box is stacked with people, man. Mm-hmm. There's no respect right, because uh, we're not throwing the ball downfield. Like you saw on Monday night, you see Malcolm Jenkins in the first drive. He's in the box, and when I say in the box, I don't mean like behind Jordan Hicks and Nigel Bradham, like ten yards off. I mean he's a yard off the line of scrimmage. There is no respect for the deep ball because they know that Kirk's not throwing it. Hey, you could go, Michael- you could go zero coverage, and mm-hmm. he's still not going downfield. Nope. Anyway. I mean, if he's not gonna if if he's not gonna take an attempt, if he's not gonna take a chance, wouldn't you walk up your safeties to the line of scrimmage and say, "Hey, Kirk, go ahead, try it, do your worst." Hey, he won't even throw it. Well, you know why we throw the ball in third and one? It's because one yard is about as far as he's gonna throw it, anyways. So might as well call well, a passing play. That makes sense. All right. Anyway. Sorry. I mean, I'm, I'm not even gonna apologize to the Kirk people or the Kirk hive. No, because this is not bashing I, Kirk. It's God forbid facts I want to win games. God forbid I want to win a game like that. You're going to need 30 points. I'm talking about the defense. You're going to need 30 points to win on them in that game. You're going to need 30 points on Sunday. And if you don't get it, mm-hmm. you're three and four. Plain and simple. Agreed. All right. An hour podcast. We spent 40 minutes talking about uh, Kirk. That's, that's good time management there, guys. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, we're managing a clock like Kirk. Oh, oh. Literally. Oh, one last shot. Literally. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> so I'm sick of this. I'm sick of it. All right. Well, let's talk well, about the quarterback. Are there like reports that he wants to go somewhere else? Where else do you see that? Again. But then he, but then he tells us he wants to be here. Hey, man, Cliff, I'm, I'm, f- I'm fed up with this. I'm glad I've you keep saying that, Cliff. Because as, as much pride as Redskins Nation takes in their team, as much as we love this team, our quarterback is telling us he's counting down the days till he leaves our franchise. I I would have never imagined we would have supported a guy like that, man. But hey, man. it is what it is. I will it pack is what up. It is. I'll pack up. It is what it Kirk's is. and Julie's and little and little Cooper's little things in his house, and I'll drop you off at Dallas. Because if you don't want to be here, we don't want you here, sucker. Like you can be yeah. gone. Yeah. Like for real. Like, <laughs> like you call, you call him sucker. Hold on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, I, it, it's it's making me mad just thinking about it. It's I know that things haven't been smooth here, and you, you hold some resentment towards the organization because of RG three and the way that we don't slop you like the way we slopped him. That's fine, whatever. I, I that's, guess. that's not even fine. Yeah, like, I'm, no, I'm I'm not even saying that it's fine. I, it, but yeah, it's, what, it's whatever. But if you don't want to be here, you know what? There's only 32 starting jobs at quarterback in the NFL. There's lots of guys that would want to be our starting quarterback. They may not put up stats like you, quote-unquote stats. But you know what? They'll do what's best for the team. And what that makes means taking a shot downfield in a crucial division game and not protecting the Kirk brand so you can go get a contract from somebody else next year, then whatever. You know, you can go. It's fine. Playing we'll find for somebody stats. Else. We'll find somebody else. Yeah. I'd rather go down swing with Colt McCoy mm-hmm. for all that shit. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay. There, will be an- there will be another Redskins season with or without Kirk Cousins next year. Right, and that's what the hive needs to understand. And that's the last thing I'll say about it. It's like they talk about Kirk Cousins like he's the best quarterback we've had in 25 years, which may be true. Is that how low the bar is for our fan base now? That when Kirk, who is obvious to anybody who actually pays attention to football and pays attention to just the, the detail of a quarterback position, 
that he's an eight mm-hmm. eight quarterback, nine seven quarterback. Like you need to give him everything, and then maybe he'll give you an eight and eight season. Tell him, like you got to literally, like for example, like Mac Hollins, Nelson Aguilar. These are the guys that Carson Wentz is go- throwing the ball to, like throwing bombs, right? Uh, Alshon Jeffrey hasn't made a play all damn season for him, but he doesn't need him. He's making plays on his own. You got to give Kirk, Deshaun Jackson, Pierre Garcon, Jordan Reed, Jameson Crowder. You got to give him Terrell Pryor, Josh Doxson, mm-hmm. just for him to, to put up garbage stats. Mm-hmm. And a top but, five O line. But, but they will talk about he's the best quarterback we've had in a while. Man, get the fuck. Y'all, y'all, hey, y'all can get out of here with that, man. Hey, we still got a season to play. Don't worry. We're gonna, <laughs> we still got a season to play. Okay, we're on, the, we're on the Dallas. All right, we're yeah. on the Dallas. We're on mm-hmm. the Dallas. All right. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that was hey, fun, got, though. That was fun. Hey, Paul's getting hype. No, oh, I'm I'm getting hype. I, I feel you. Yeah, I'm out here. I hear you, bro. In my kitchen. I hear you, bro. I'm just I'm just sick of this. It's very frustrating. Yep. But you know, I'm trying to win some games out here, man. Right. Hey, man, it's tough to be a team that scores a lot of points. And Dallas right now is six in the NFL, averaging over 27 points a game. I watched that Four Niners game from last week. I know Four Niners don't give a lot of resistance to anybody on defense, especially, but they look. They, they might be clicking on offense now. Put up 40 points. Dak had an amazing day. It was very efficient. I think his QBR was well over 100. Uh, Zeke, again, went for another 140 and a couple touches. Like they, They're hitting their stride right now, and I guess they needed the 49ers to do that. But they're rolling in here. They're pretty hot, and they think they probably can come in here and, and, and muscle us the way they muscled the 49ers. So what can we do to slow their offense down? <sighs> Damn, it's like that well, now. <laughs> I mean, honestly, to slow their offense down, one, let's keep their offense off the field. That's the first thing. But I don't feel like their defense is that strong enough to really control our run game. Well, their defense the is run, trash. The little run game that we have, first and foremost. We, it would be nice if we could get a little run game going with, with obviously, Kirk's favorite to play action. I think the main key is just to keep their offense off the field. Time of possession, try to control the clock, pick up some first downs, keep the ball moving because, as we know, we're not going to take no shots. We're not going to be no two-play, 80-yard drives. That's not going to happen. So probably in order for us to keep this game under control and be in it in the fourth quarter, we're going to need some plays in the running game. And Kirk is going to have to make some plays, man. Yo, listen, we're not – listen, we're not going to slow them down. We're not. You better sc- – how the Rams beat them? They scored points. How did the they Packers all- win? Well, golf went downfield, Cliff. Golf went downfield. Rodgers went downfield. I feel you. I feel you. Listen, in their losses, they've given up 42-35-35. You better score some points if you want to beat that team. Plain and simple. We can talk about how's our defense going to slow down their offense. Listen, they got a good offense. Got an excellent running back. Good old line. Tight ends decent. They got uh, Jarvis Landry to second. <laughs> Damn, shots oh, the disrespect. Listen, Dez, Dez is not the same player. I'm not saying he's a bad player, but this is not the Dez that we used to be fearful of before. He's no not. doubt. But you have to give so much respect to their running game, and their quarterback does not make errors. Nope. You're gonna have a tough time. Like I, w- I, I wouldn't expect any defense. The Broncos' defense shut them down. The Broncos' defense is excellent. 
right? Number one in the league. Excellent defense. That's the kind of defense you need to be in order to think you're gonna you can confidently shut down an offense that good. We're not shutting them down. We're gonna need to no. score. Like it's gonna have to be a thirty-four thirty type of game if you want to win on Sunday. So you do think there's any chance that we can have a ball control type game where we keep where we keep their offense on the sideline? Because clearly, like you said, if they're gonna score, I mean, chances are we're not gonna keep up with them. See, the problem I mean, is we might be in for a long day. The on problem Sunday. is they play ball control. That right, they like do. when they're rolling, they play so so. The problem is if you give them the ball first or they score first and it's a 10-play, 80-yard drive for seven minutes, mm. now you feel like you got to score when you get the ball. Because the next time they get the ball, they're going to do the same thing again. Yep. Mm-hmm. And now it's 14 nothing, and there's five mm-hmm. minutes left in the second quarter. Yep. That's how – that is the way they win, they've won games over the last couple of years. We're going to need to score points, man. We got to take some shots downfield, man. <laughs> it's just that simple. It's, it's, it's that simple. I think that we can run the and ball shit is not going to work. I really do. I think I mean, we can too. Yeah. Yep. I mean, as good a season as DeMarcus Lawrence is having from a pass rush standpoint, I mean, up front, they're pretty weak. I mean, DeMarcus Lawrence is not really great against the run. Malik Collins, I got somebody named Brian Price, Tyrone Crawford. You're not scaring nobody. Taco Charlton, like, these are guys. I will give them some credit, though. Their linebackers are pretty good in a run game. The linebackers Sean are good Lee against a run, especially him. Sean Lee. And he's healthy now, so he's going to have another impact on this game. Are they good in the run game? I think they are. I'll give them that. I think they are, Cliff. I got to give them I a little think bit of respect. As much as I hate to give them I respect. think teams don't run on them because why would you? Look at their corners. Look at your secondary. Why am I ever running the ball? I don't need to. Why would I, why would I get in a car when I can fly into the end zone? But you, but you know what? I, 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 look, I don't disagree with what you're saying, but we said the same thing about the Eagles last week. And what did the quarterback do? Well, did he even take one shot at Jalen no, no, Mills? Listen, did he even listen. try to beat Jalen Mills downfield? I think nope. it's a little different because they actually can stop the run. I actually think they have a good run defense. I don't think this is a good run defense. I, I look at it like this. The Cowboys, to me, are the kind of team that you get ahead on early. And if you have a good running game, then you, you're able to control the clock after you're ahead in the game, and you got to make them a pass-first team. Absolutely. But you need touchdowns, man. When we played them twice last year, we lost because we didn't score touchdowns in the red zone. We also threw one of the worst interceptions I've seen mm-hmm. I can in see that it first now. game last year. I still see it. Second game, we moved the ball in them easily second game. We just kept kicking field goals. Mm-hmm. They were scoring touchdowns. They're going to score touchdowns. Field goals is not going to get it done this week. It's just not. Yo, field goals isn't getting it done against any good team. No, no doubt. That's just – if you want to be – you want to box with the heavyweights, you got to start being able to beat them. I'm tired of moral victories. I don't want to hear about moral victories anymore. I don't want the highlight of the season to be, oh, we almost beat Kansas City. Hmm. What the hell are we? Northwestern football? Right. (laughs) Like that's how that's how like a a low level big conference yep. college football team talks. That's real talk though, Cliff. That's we real. almost won. Mm-hmm. Remember that time we went to Bama and we almost beat them. Mm-hmm. Roll Tide, <laughs> Corey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gonna need points on Sunday, man. So I, I when you say how do we slow them down? I don't think you're. 
I don't think you really slow them down. I've seen them move the ball on everybody except for one team. I just went, has a great defense. Only reason I went to the to the ball control thing is just for the simple fact that I don't think the quarterback's going to take shots downfield for us to get big plays and put points up on the board. So my only guess is Gruden's probably like, you know what? My best bet or best case in winning this game is keeping the ball out of Dak and Zeke's hands. It is. But you, but you know what I would say? To give the Eagles defense credit, the Eagles defense is clearly a fast defense. Absolutely. They there are. were a couple plays that probably would have gone for more yardage against other defenses that didn't go for those kind of yards. There was a screen to Thompson. There was one to Crowder. Mm-hmm. Those are plays that probably would have got 20, 25 yards. Definitely. And they didn't. They, they're going to get 20, 25 yards against this sorry-ass defense. This defense is trash. This yeah, is a trash I, defense. I agree. I mean, they, they really don't got much. And, and like you were talking about, they're cornerbacks. I mean, as bad as Jalen Mills and, and Patrick Robinson are, we're talking about Anthony Brown's a decent player. Orlando, Orlando Scandrick has seen better days. Ben, ben Wickery? Uh, what? Hey, oh, that's, that's, the kid, that's the kid from Carolina. Yeah. Who? I, I mean, these are the guys. Byron Jones is a good free safety. Jeff Heath is good against Byron Jones. Byron Jones is not a good free oh, safety. I ain't gonna let you say that because Byron Jones is still seeing Jordan Reed in his nightmares. I watched Jordan Reed Abusing. destroy that dude on Thanksgiving. Up and down the field. I don't want to hear a Cowboys fan bring up Byron Jones to me ever again. They don't. Well, let's talk about Jordan Reed here. Jordan Reed makes a lot of people look foolish. Yeah, Yo, if you can't cover the top tight ends, then what do you? You're the same one ripping on Swearinger. Because a good tight, if you get cooked by the good tight ends, then you're probably not that good a player. That's like so. We 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 want you to be covering Miles Paul. That's who you can cover. You can cover. uh, I I wasn't even roasting Swearinger. I was saying Minuski. You know that Ertz is a really good tight end, and you know that he beats us pretty regularly. Why would you put him one on one with Swearinger? We tried to apply pressure. We because Paul, Paul. At some point, your safety's got to cover tight ends. Absolutely. That's just how it works. And that's fine. That's fine. On a a few of those one-on-ones where Swearinger was left alone, we went after the quarterback and we didn't get there. So up front, you got to handle business. The big plays that the Eagles got, with the exception of that touchdown pass to Clement, is because there was no pressure. None. None. That big play to Mac Hollins, we blitzed on that play. No one got there. Not one. Like You you don't get pressure when you blitz. You're going to get eight up. That's just the real. I, and you'll get eight up. You'll uh, an average QB will eat you up. Mm-hmm. You blitzing and not getting there. That's how it was. On, that's how it was against the Niners. You start blitzing in the second half, and no one's looking home. And CJ Beathard was. I mean, I won't say having his way, but he, he had a. a He's moving half. the ball. Made plays. If you're Made blitzing place. and you're playing man behind it, and you're not getting home, you're gonna get cooked. Like that's just <laughs> reality. That mm-hmm. Mac Allen's touchdown happened because we blitzed and got no pressure. The dude ran down the field 65 yards. You can't run down the yard field 65 yards in the NFL unless you, there's time to run. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Literally. You got to get down there first. Mm-hmm. So. <sighs> yeah. Their corners stink. And like I said, if Doxon doesn't get seven to eight targets. Say, it his, na- say his name again, Cliff. If Josh Doxon doesn't get seven to eight targets, mm-hmm. and I'm talking, and I ain't talking like garbage time targets. Mm-hmm. If he is not a main part of this offense on a Sunday, I'm done with this shit, man. Period. I see receivers eating against this team every week. Eating. 
Robert Robert Woods and Cooper Cup had field I, days. I was about to say they could they didn't want no parts of Tavon Austin. <laughs> Come on. Tavon, Watkins, you, all of them were eating. Get the you know, Paul had a shout out to WU. Of course. Shout out. <laughs> Paul had a shout out Please. to man. Uh, Tavon's not even a receiver anymore. <laughs> Motherfuckers a scat back. Well, <laughs> seven pick in the draft, scat back. Hey, Tavon was eating him up, though. He was eating him up because it's Ben Ben Wickery, Anthony Brown. Was Anthony Brown was a sixth round pick? Mm-hmm. Your man Jordan Lewis, Corey's man. That's Corey's man for sure. He's wearing, a, he's, he's wearing the wrong color, so I can't say it right now. Go blue. Um, like these are terrible. Jeff Heath. The hell is he's, Jeff Heath? He is horrible in coverage. Horrible. He's sneaky, athletic. If you catch my drift. He's a white guy. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> sneaky, athletic. Yeah. Yo, the thing is that there are weeks where it's like your advantage is in the passing game. Uh-huh. And if you have a good quarterback, then you should be lighting that secondary up. They're right. Yeah. Their linebackers can't cover. No. We shouldn't even. We should be tossing the ball over the field, weather permitting. Yeah, I was just gonna say the weather is not looking great. This is gonna be the first game this season where weather weather is even a factor. I'm looking that at the weather right now. Weather. As of Wednesday night at 7:02 p.m., they're calling for rain. It's at 100 percent the entire oh my day. Gosh, and that 50, is not and Kirk 59 degrees. Weather. Well, I mean, hey, he's from. Illinois went to college in Michigan State. He should be used to the elements, but hey, Man, I mean, what, what the hell do I know? <laughs> these damn elements. He needs. He's a perfectionist. Remember, guys, he needs everything to be perfect. Sunshine, sunny skies. I just want to clarify everything. one more time, what? Jake Gruden. That does not actually make you a perfectionist, mm-hmm. right? That just means you need everything perfect for you to be successful. Scary ass in the pocket. Like that is. I can't believe. <laughs> A coach said that about their quarterback. Unbelievable. Like that quote still boggles my mind. Um I there are it's the other side of the ball that concerns me more, right? It used to be that I'd be more concerned. Well, I, well, I should say normally I would be more concerned about the other side of the ball. I'm actually more concerned about our offense. Because these are the kind of weeks you gotta score points. And I've been saying this for like three weeks. I don't like the way our offense looks. Because you can't beat good teams with that kind of offense, man. You're not beating good offenses, th- throwing screens all day. It's just not going to no. happen. Because they're going to get big plays. Mm-hmm. I'm not optimistic about this week at all. Maybe that means we're going to win, but I'm not optimistic. I was just thinking, maybe this is a game that Kirk just wakes up. Maybe like it's going to be nasty out there on Sunday. You know that everybody's going to pick against us because of what happened on Monday night. And people seem to just forget about a season's worth of work. And they'll just focus on your last game when you lost, you know, pretty handily to the Eagles. I don't think that game after halftime was even even close. And Dallas just got off an ass whooping on 49ers. So they might think, okay, the rest is all right for an ass whooping. And maybe maybe they are. But maybe it's the game where Kirk actually wakes up and and, and delivers. I would disregard that 49ers game to a a lot, man. Because they they were coming off a bye like, mm-hmm. I'm not putting too much in that 49ers game. I don't really care how you played versus the worst teams in the league. No. It's not relevant. Well, me. yeah, no. I, I don't think that's true. But I, but sometimes it's a confidence thing. And, and sometimes beating up on, on <laughs> Appalachian State is, is good. 
You no, know? no, that's college football. Okay, this is the NFL. You can have all the confidence you want. The fact of the matter is, you're rolling out Ben Ben Wickery and Anthony Brown, Jeff Heath. Unless those people are going to be different human beings come Sunday, and now you have fucking Dion Darren Woodson out here, <laughs> you can have all the confidence in the world. Byron Jones ain't covering Jordan Reed. It's sad because I'm sitting there thinking about if Kirk even just thought about going downfield, he would oh he would eat Anthony Brown, Ben Wicky were alive this week. Like they would dominate. But, you want, but this is the, you want the full, even if he throws it downfield and if he doesn't complete it, you know what? You might get a pass interference exactly. call to set your offense up for a short field. Because you know what crappy corners do when you throw the ball downfield? They panic. Mm-hmm. But we don't even try to start grabbing. Downfield. You want the full weather report for Sunday? Because this is not good weather. Beyond the rain. Shit. Periods of rain. Potential for heavy rainfall. High of 59 <laughs> degrees. Winds northwest at 10 to 20 miles an hour. Rainfall may reach one inch. It's going to be sloppy on Sunday. It was windy. (laughs) So if you see a a, a rain-soaked black gentleman sitting in uh, section 112, row 13, and uh, Kirk is throwing his fourth pick. Just know that black gentleman will not be me. (laughs) Me me and Mr. Gassaway. (laughs) If you see see one stand up, say, beer, beer, man. Matter of fact, give me six of them. Right. <laughs> Matter of fact, put the oh, nozzle on the handy bottle and hand it this way. <laughs> put it on my tab. Oh, I'll be damned I staying outside in that kind of weather. There ain't no damn way. You guys are diehards, Cliff. You got, we can't yeah. help it, man. Die yeah. hours. I don't know why. I don't know yourselves. why we're like this. I don't know why we're like this. Hey, man, Dallas only comes once a year, man. And um, <sighs> yeah, hey, anything short of a. a Damn hurricane! I, we got to be there because I can't let these dudes invade my stadium because they're going to. They'll they'll be other heavy and they'll be obnoxious mm-hmm. and they'll Absolutely. be like, "We them boys, ho ass." But I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I can't be sitting bang. at home while it happens. I, I need to be there. <laughs> I had to give you a Mike Green bang for that, dog. No, I can I can be at home for that kind of game. I just can because I, I listen. I like going to the games where. I went the opening day. That's cool. I don't like going to games where I feel like we're really going to lose. And this one would actually hurt. Opening day doesn't actually hurt that much because it's the first game of the year. It's the rival would hurt. This Sunday, that kind of <laughs> loss. And they're going to be talking. So your phones are going to be going off the hook. I know it. I know it. They're going to be rain-soaked. To our fans out there, there's a famous picture of Paul and Corey. <laughs> I want to paint a picture for everybody because I, I think I remember exactly what game it was. It was the Lions game, wasn't it? it sure was. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> 2013, we're playing the Detroit Lions. Griffin takes off running, dives for reasons unknown, fumbles the ball. <laughs> there is a picture that sums mm-hmm. up <laughs> the fandom. <laughs> I have never seen two sadder looking fans. Where is that picture? It, it's, Paul, might have, Paul might have to put it on the blog later on for the show to people. I, I'll tweet that out later. Yeah. Uh, yeah please. Corey is out. sitting there, hands on knees, with his like hands, oh, I'm sorry, elbows on knees, hands covering his mouth. And I just, my head is tucked between my, my legs. I'm just like, <laughs> why did I pay $120 to be here? <laughs> Oh, I could have been doing anything on my Sunday. I could have been watching. Let it home. I could have had the red zone. 
But instead, mm-hmm. I'm out here with Corey and this shitty team. I paid $120. <laughs> I paid Dunn spent $45 on Bud Lights. I'm hungover. Now I got to sit on 485 for four hours to get home. Oh, like, it was great. <laughs> it was great. Gosh. And remember, that's after the Chip Kelly game where they came out mm-hmm. week one and smoked us. And then Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers beat us week two by like 100 points. That wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't fair that we had to play the Eagles that first game. I stand right. by that. They should have had the, the the Eagles should have been playing uh, an, an AFC team, Browns or somebody. Yeah, that was not fair that we had to play them week one. They set us up, man. Yeah, because there was no way you knew that we were not we were going to get torched. Mm-hmm. We knew Jim Haslam was not going to have our defense ready to stop that offense. I've never seen, and th- this is including the Monday Night Massacre. I've never seen a defense. Less prepared for a game than they were that one game versus <laughs> it was Chip Kelly. We won, which is funny because they had the whole off season to prepare. Yep, right. Like, what film were you watching, Haas? I mean, Let when me I know. talk about holes, Lashawn McCoy could have been moonwalking through them holes, like for real, and he still gashes. picked up like seven, eight a, a clip. He was yep. running unimpeded. I still have bad memories of EJ Biggers just diving at his ankles as he crosses the end zone. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> EJ Biggers. That tells, you, that tells you how far our rosters come because we don't have guys like EJ Biggers. On exactly. Our team right. Exactly. All right. If we had EJ Biggers starting on Monday night versus Carson Wentz and the Eagles, Matt Collins might have had three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> our but, team is a lot better. Yeah. But good enough to win this game, though. Uh, well, we'll see. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and get into our predictions because. Uh, I know Cliff is very depressing the hell of me right now with his tone. But, <laughs> He's got uh, me super depressed over here right no, now, Cliff. Just so you know that, man. Oh, I'm about to Just pop so a zany that. and go to sleep. I might, I, might skip, I might skip the Wizards-Lakers game tonight. <laughs> Cliff got me depressed over here, bro. I said man. I was going to be positive, and I'm over here like, damn, we about to get mopped. I don't even think we can get mopped. I just think it's going to be a repeat of the games from last year. Well, there's no the there's no worse feeling than losing to them, Cliff. So whether it's twenty three to twenty or they blow us out, it's just this is why it's, I keep, it's, it's, it, it hurts, man. This is why I'm warning you to stay out of FedEx Field because <laughs> you th- you think that drive home sucks now. Wait till you're sitting in pouring rain and wet ass clothes too. Listen to listen to Larry Michael sum up the game. Car thunder. car is silent. The car is just completely silent. Right? <laughs> <laughs> And it's a night. It's a four o'clock game too. So oh. I'm gonna be extra sauced up. Come four oh, o'clock. That's that's a miserable. That's honestly that's exactly why I you will not find me anywhere near that stadium. People are gonna be hammered, and people are gonna be so blown when we're three and four. Headed to Seattle. Cowboys fans are singing that stupid song oh my all gosh. over that stadium. Okay, so my no, prediction. It, no, uh, it's it's gonna be bad because. When we did our season prediction, and I, I'm sticking to this, the, the one game on the entire schedule where I said, I just, I just don't see it, and that's coming up next week in Seattle. And I still like Rod Marinelli and Jim Schwartz knows that Kirk won't throw the ball downfield. Do you think the Legion, the Legion of Boom was going to tee off on Kirk next week? We, got, we really Cam going to be right there. With, Cam, Cam Chancellor will line up right next to Bobby Wagner. Right. Earl Thomas, too. Shit. <laughs> he might as well be in the huddle. Because you're not going to yep. get any yards on them. Yep. Um, I'm going to go 34-23 Dallas. Oh, gosh. And I think it's good. Like I said, repeat it last year. Mm. They moved the ball on us. We moved the ball on them. 
They score touchdowns, we kick field goals, we lose. Nick Rowe's going to make three field goals, and we're going to be pissed. And they're going to all be a combined. They're going to combine for less than 100 yards in field goal. Mm. It's going to be one of them. A bunch of extra points. Nick Rose, good from 34 yards. Right. Good from 30 yards. Good from 30 <laughs> yards again. Cousins throws oh. short of the sticks again on third and five. Oh, shocker. <laughs> Nick Rose off the crossbar. Oh, my God. Dallas still Beer, man. <laughs> yeah. So, I think it What's starts your hot out. Take, What's your hot take, Cliff? What's your hot take? take, though? I need the hot take. The season's over. Oh, my gosh. Damn, young. Like, Listen, God, I have thought about this since I reread that article. Mm. We're going eight and eight. That's the hot take. Enjoy your eight and eight season, folks. It's going to be a beautiful one. Let's hope they don't sweep us. And we better hope that the Giants don't beat us in either of these games. Oh, my gosh. Because if we go one and five in this division, this is going to be a significantly worse feeling than last season. Absolutely. So, there you go. That's my. <laughs> well, sorry, sorry, guys. That's fine. I might, I might be with you on that, but I'll let Core go first. <sighs> Cliff, you're killing me right now. <laughs> I was trying to be positive today. You know, I'm gonna be a little positive. You know, we're playing our rival. It's a new week. Put the Eagles game in the past. Obviously, the weather's not gonna be the greatest on Sunday. It's going to be a lot of – maybe a lot of turnovers, maybe a, maybe a field position game. We also have no offensive linemen. Remember that. <sighs> when we didn't have one old lineman practice today, you're correct. With that said, I'm going 27 to 24. Nick Rose has a game winner. My hot take. Rob Kelly has 20-plus carries. 95 yards and two touchdowns. Mm. Hey, that, that's that's the recipe, man. That's the recipe to beat them because if you want to beat Dallas, you got to come off the field. And the only way to come off the field is to grind that clock on the ground. Bro, uh... if you want to beat Dallas, you better put up some points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, you also got to keep them off the keep field. Zeke Elliott and Dak Prescott on the sideline. So. No, you don't. You need to score. And I know 20 carries for 95 yards, that's not the greatest stat line. But see, for where, our, where our running game is at, I think we could take we will take that on Sunday. I'll put it like this. I think the time possession thing is a game plan when you're actually not that good a team on offense. I don't think the Packers were even thinking about time possession going into that game. I don't think the Rams thought about time possession at all. We can move the ball into these guys because they got Jeff Heath. Anthony Jones, like these guys stink. Mm-hmm. Mm. Damn it. What's the goal? What's it going to be, Paul? What's I it going to be? I feel bad that I pick us to lose. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, Cliff. I couldn't do it, man. If you'd asked me this a couple days ago, or I should say maybe like a, a week mm-hmm. ago, when Zeke was maybe going to be suspended for this game, I might have thought differently. But Zeke's playing, and he looks like they're rolling on offense. And I don't know, man. Just like – You'd think that the team would bounce back well after such a demoralizing loss on Monday night. But it, just the vibe, and I know vibes don't mean nothing. You know, vibes and $3 will get you on the Metro. But the vibe around this team right now just stinks. Like, it, it, the fan base is dejected. The team just 
all this bullshit with Kirk Cousins and the stories. Uh, I'm going to say Cowboys 30, Redskins 24. Hot take, I don't know. Paul Williams drinks 30 rum and Cokes. I, I don't know, man. Just... <laughs> 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 but Paul, Paul Williams uh, sets the facts, fill record by drinking... 17 uh, Royal Flushes. That's the Folks, fuck. If, I don't know. If you see a gentleman getting pulled away from the liquor stand, you know right. it's 50 gut. If That's somebody has t- leapt over the counter at the liquor bar <laughs> and they're smuggling a bottle of Crown Roll under their jersey, that's me. <laughs> that's your hot take, dog? No, right, oh, no, hot take. You know what? Hot take. Hot take. Molly has to pick you up from Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hot take: Molly's picking up Paul Williams and Corey Gass away from PG uh, Police Department. That, that's that's the hot take. Maul will cuss us out and forbid us from going to another game. <laughs> I told you, motherfuckers, not to go to this game. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, this is this man. is uh, this is not good. This is not good. <laughs> uh, but hey, but, man, they still got to play the game. Remember yeah. that. Right, negative, they still got to play the game. What's the thing is? It's just. You gotta score points. I'm just no, I'm no I'm no longer confident. And the evidence is there. I hear if you. Good. Just look at it. The evidence is there. That when the other team scores points, we don't win. Because we aren't putting up a lot of points. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get to around twenty four points and that's our ceiling. And then we lose. It's almost as if this this week was just the wrong week to be playing Dallas. If it were anybody else coming here on Sunday, even if it were, like, a, a really good team. Let's say, I don't know. Let's, let's just say, uh, I don't know. Uh, let's say the Vikings were coming to town on Sunday. Who I, I think they're a decent team. I think they're definitely better than their record would suggest. I think they, they're decent, and Keith Case Kim is playing well. But I would, the record suggests they're, like, 5-2. and two. Yeah, no, but I think, they, <laughs> I think they could be one of the best teams in the NFC. I think they honestly <laughs> – Go the quarterback is Case Keenum. No, well, I mean, well, yeah, I, I'm assuming, at some point, I'm assuming, at some point they're going to. I'm assuming that's not going to last the rest of the season. I'm. I have a feeling it might last the rest of the dude. They almost had to cut off Bridgewater's leg. They can't be counting on him <laughs> to come back this year. Like that's absurd, right? <laughs> but you, you know what I'm saying. Like, if a, any team in the NFC or, or in the NFL were coming here this week after we got the ass beat by the Philadelphia Eagles, I would think that they would show up. They'd have a little bit of pride. And they put up a, a, a good ass fight, and they might put up a good fight against Dallas. But I, I just, this is not the right way to play them because they're hot. We're dejected. They're and not if hot. They, if, if they come I, in here, I don't know, man. I just want to clarify. You say you say confidence doesn't mean anything in the NFL, but when you beat a team forty to ten and your offense is clicking and you know that the other team can't stop you, Paul, Paul, they beat a winless team coming, and they had a two, they had a week off. They're coming off a bye. It doesn't, right. but, but none of that matters. Playing a quarterback in his first career start. Come on, man. I don't care how you played versus like a winless team. It's not even relevant to me. It's not. The fact of the matter is, if we play any good offense, we are going to struggle to win because we aren't going to put the points up to beat them. The only way we can win this game is if we have this incredible offensive explosion. Because the other team's scoring. That's plain and simple. If you think about the Kirk era, the games we have won are games where the other team did not score a lot. I think I sent you guys a stack before the Eagles game that hmm. I think we were something like 15, 4, and 1 
when we scored more than 20 points under in the Gruden Cousins era. Mm-hmm. Under 20, I think we have like one win. Right? Jesus. But if you go and look at how many points we give up when we win, it's not a lot. It's not like we, we really we set, we tend to be a flat track bully. Like we tend to beat the teams that we are supposed to beat. That's how it's been since Kirk's been our quarterback. So when we play teams that have an <sighs> offense, mm. it's just tough. Mm. Good, anytime we play a good offense or a good defense, we tend to lose. I'll put it like that. You know what? It's going to change on Sunday, Cliff. Yeah, well, that's beautiful. Let you believe that. But it's going to change on Sunday. I'm going to go with history. History's on my side. Brad. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Well, that's all I have for you tonight. Thank you for being with us on this incredibly depressing edition of the Gut Blog Podcast. Keep the faith, Redskins Nation. It ain't over yet, baby. <laughs> Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at 50gutblog and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash 50gut and make sure to subscribe, like, comment, review. We're on Stitcher, we're on Overcast, we're on Google Play and we're on iTunes Podcast so make sure to follow us, tell a friend to tell a friend because we're out there. Guys, uh, I'm going to go take a nap. Thanks thanks for uh, ruining my life. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> Keep the faith, Redskins Nation. Make that noise Sunday. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>